You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast, you dig? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Playing with Balls podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lee. And today we're talking all football on NFL Bro Talk. And we have uh, three bros on here today. And it's a really special segment because first we're going to be talking a little Philly Bro Talk. And then later, uh, my bro Andy Lazarus is going to be joining to talk more broadly on a quarter season check-in on what's going on with the NFL. We're in the same fantasy league, uh, LA Comics Fantasy League, so we'll brush up on that uh, a little bit of a rivalry going on there and we'll talk a little bit of a fantasy outlook on uh, what we think is going to happen so stay tuned for that later today I have two of my bros I've got my actual brother Tyler hey T hey what's going on not much how are you eh, same old same old and then I have my other bro here Tommy what's going on Philly and uh, Tommy is my uh, very good friend who's also based in, well, that's from Atlantic City, but based in L.A. That's correct. Tommy, you are a writer of a very good one. Sometimes you wake, wake up on a casino construction site and got to go west. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's nice to have some Philly fam out in L.A., you know, because we're Philly fam out here. And your wife and your adorable son that you created recently. Yeah, he's a, uh, you know, it's amazing. I uh, look mostly Italian and she's Colombian and this kid's got blonde hair, blue eyes. No jokes, assholes. <laughs> he doesn't look anything <laughs> like him, T, seriously, but he's really cute. No offense, Tommy. You, I you still know. sleep next to him. <laughs> so Tommy and I just went to the Chargers game, T. Oh, uh, yeah, how was that? It was awesome, don't you think? It was, it was almost like going to a spring training baseball game. I mean, uh, there's what was it like 30,000 seats or something yeah, like that 27,000 so the so the smallest bef uh, stadium i researched before uh, this one before uh, the StubHub Center where the LA Chargers play is 60,000 seats. And this one has 27,000. So it's basically like we we played like Carson High School. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we did march through uh, Carson for about a mile with, what, roughly 300 members of uh, the Green Legion. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Quimby and uh, Marilyn for making that happen. Also, Dan, who runs the Santa Monica Party, Britannia. Oh, T, remember I was telling you about the Green Legion a bunch of times? Yeah, yeah, we were talking about on the one of the segments. Yeah, so Tommy and I tailgated uh, with the Green Legion. It was like 70 bucks for like a California only. And they bring like, and I think they said for Chargers, it was like three or 400 uh, people from Philly because they go, you know, they're they, with the away teams or the away games rather. But for the Rams, they're bringing like a thousand people from Philly. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And actually, I uh, was talking to a guy earlier who knows you. Um, because really? he asked me to send, so can he prove it? Well, he can, but I feel like uh, this is actually what he said. So he sent me a message and said, "Send me some pictures of you guys uh, with, with the Green Legion from the Chargers game, and we'll post them on our site and all that kind of stuff." And I sent it to him, and he goes, "Oh my God, Tommy, I met that guy in Kansas City because <laughs> Tyler, uh, Tommy went to the Kansas City game." <laughs> yeah, we got about a, eight guys that do a <coughs> a trip. <clears throat> every year to a different away game and uh, this year was Kansas City uh, Tyler let me just uh, say to you and uh, <clears throat> everyone out there uh, especially <laughs> to the, the fathers of the children in row 30 uh, <laughs> uh, I think roughly across from the cannon in Kansas City I was the uh, asshole and the wife beater angry for my own Eagles buddy dumping water all over me and we're the ones that started fist fighting 
we are so sorry you had to hide your children. We're really trying to break that reputation. <laughs> uh, thanks for having us. You guys are very nice. Um, still think we should have come out on top of that game. But Andy being all nice and schvelt nowadays, you go, Andy. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah, be it's hard to play there, too. Oh, they that's one of the hardest places. Play that's what they say. It's, did you feel that way when you were there? It, it was very loud. We were in Seattle last year. Seattle was extremely loud as well. But yeah, it was hard to play there, especially since they will serve you hard liquor at halftime. Uh, and <laughs> so let's be honest. You don't even like remember us losing course. the game because we only lost in the fourth quarter. Do you actually remember that? Uh, I, I remember <laughs> I remember plot points and mood swings. Um, I, I, <laughs> I feel like that's something a writer would say. Forcing handshakes and holding hands up towards security while the crowd booed us. Um, <laughs> yes, I remember that. Well, uh, I ha so who so but the it guy. Was a great time. See you next year, guys. Well, the guy that was a good game. That was a real game. That that was a real good game. And so Tyler and I have been doing a breakdown called the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly from Eagles games. And I would have to say we didn't talk after Kansas City. This is our first time talking on the podcast since. Kansas City, so that whole thing was ugly when we broke down. But we have a lot more good things to talk about, but that makes the ugly list, just the whole Kansas City loss. But also, um, if there was a svelte list, Andy Reid would definitely make that because he's looking quite svelte these days. Yeah. yeah. Um, but who, the guy who knows you, Tommy, was in Kansas City. He set, he's with the Green Legion. He said that your cousin split Sixers tickets with him. Oh, yeah. And he goes by, you'd know him by the name Diaz, which I've never heard him refer to himself. And he said, if if you, if you a guy named Diaz and that you brought up on the podcast blacked out, it wasn't him or something <laughs> like that. Well, I, I can compliment Diaz for the Zumba pants. He really <laughs> brought back the Zumba pants for that game. And, uh, you know, you got to respect it. You know, you, you put your balls out there. and Yeah. yeah. So Diaz, uh, shout out to him with the Green Legion. And so T, so Tommy and I started drinking beer like before 10 and at the Green Legion tailgate, there is a good chance or a 50% chance we might be on Amazon Prime um, for oh, yeah? their Thursday night football when the Eagles play the Panthers. Yeah, the show called oh, okay. Rich, Ritual, they've been following a, a different hardcore fan every week. And this year, this week, they were filming for Philly. So I guess we got caught up in the crowd there, um, even though we were chanting Hulu motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, Netflix, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> but also, so here's the thing. They really liked my T-shirt because I was wearing that shirt, Winning is for the Birds. So they really like wanted that to be on there. So they set us up and they did maybe like four takes that we were in. And then Tommy and I discovered that there wasn't just a bathroom inside this place, but there was a whole bar. So we disappeared for a while. But we, um, so we missed in some. That little stadium? No, no, I'm sorry. This was just at the tailgate. It was at a, uh, a okay. it was at a place the, called the, the Carriage. The Phantom Carriage. Yeah, the Phantom a Carriage. Gotcha. There. But here's the most annoying thing. So she wanted me for my like, you know, because I'm my probably my good looks and my shirt to be on the Amazon Prime thing. And then I fucking walk outside and a skinnier blonde walks by wearing the same shirt. <laughs> so there's a 50% yeah. chance that I she made it. And, and unfortunately, Tommy, that means you did not make it since you were not with her i was wearing a tropicana casino transportation shirt <laughs> which broke the curse of all the away games we've been losing actually and, it did high five and, to that yeah. we were both and worried I know about it, was it. The la chargers and it seemed like a home game uh you know played like you said at, yeah you know, carson high yeah of course <laughs> but but it was uh it was nice to finally get a win on the road well i want to say too it's well i'm glad your shirt isn't cursed anymore 
We didn't get into a fight with anybody. No, we were we well were behaved. Well behaved. Um, we thanked people for having us. We thanked people for having us. Mostly you did. We found <laughs> a nice trailer to smoke cigs behind. Um, and the funniest thing about that I started was, and quit during that game. I know, right? Like I, <laughs> I remember I talked. I went up to a security guard. See, this is how much this was like a high school state. Like no, remember we kept saying we were in Odessa, Texas. Because we're like, this is like maybe <laughs> like, like Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights. Lights. It's like maybe like well, a... Also, also on the radio, it, what it sounded like is like literally, it sounded like you were at a high school game, but it also sounded just Eagles fans. I didn't even hear any Chargers fans there. There was like a couple Tomlinson jerseys. Um, there were a few ang- sad people at the end. Uh, like, that you, I, usually, you usually hear like, like a crowd noise. But it was like silence, and then you'll hear like an Eagles chant, and then it'll go silence again. Literally just sounded like a high school game. I mean, I was pretty (laughs) drunk uh, during the second half of the game, but I want to say that I was getting really confused because when we would like walk away from our seats and like go get like another beer or something, we'd hear like a massive cheer, and it's like, was that for the Eagles or was that for the Chargers? But I was drunk, so I was like, I feel like I don't know if what's going on. But, but I mean, that was a good game, and we were, you know, we we're. It wasn't like it was a layup, it because the Chargers might be zero and four. Okay, it was a little bit of a layup, but but they've been playing really well, and then just losing. I put up like a, a mid-game fight, but I mean, what are we doing in the fourth quarters here? I don't know. Yeah. We only won that game by two points, you T- know. Tyler, help me out with these fourth quarters. Yeah, I don't know. It's confusing because it seems like he's doing well most of the game. That out of nowhere, he'll start doing like these weird play calls, and I've noticed that when I'm at any game, because um, I was at the the last game at home against the Giants, and I'm just oh, sitting there and like it's fourth and eight. It, would be, uh. it, it was crazy. It was like he'd be calling uh, like great plays up to a certain one, and then call like a random screen that like it's like a back pass, and I'm like. And it, 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 was, it just broke down. That would be negative yards. So I don't understand his play calling that much. I um, I agree. That I, whole fourth yeah. and eight is very, very, like, disheartening. And, like, here's the problem. He's got a little bit of a, of a weird face anyway, just, like, as a human, as a person, Doug Peterson does. And so when you put that weird face with the visors – because you know Tyler, I hate the visors. I and yeah, you, you know that too, Tommy. Yep. And so, and I'm then, aware. and then he calls fourth and eight, and it doesn't f- fucking work. And then the sportscasters are like, "Well, that didn't work." And even if it did work, they still would have said, "Dumb call." Even if it did work, because it was. Well, you should have. You should have heard the crowd, like us being around people, and we're trying to figure out like what <laughs> is like the beneficial reasoning why he would even call right. play on that. We're, like, it, he went out, and we thought, okay, he's just going to, you know, try to draw him off sides. But then it didn't make sense anyway because it didn't become fourth and three, and we still have to punt anyway. Yeah. So then we're like, all right, and, all right so they call the timeout. They're not going to come back out. Then the offense comes out. We're like, he's actually going to call a play here. Yeah. Like, what the hell is he doing? And then Wentz sits back in the pocket. Everybody's covered downfield, and he gets sacked. And like, what the hell was that? I mean, the announcers were baffled. Everybody was baffled. I, I mean, I literally – was like the only saving grace was that I think when we when the Giants got the ball on downs and the dumbest play call of all time, um, I think we there was either a fumble or an interception, so we got really lucky because they didn't score on that drive. I believe I don't think uh, right. No, they got stopped on the one yard line, and they went for it on fourth and one, and they didn't get it. That's what so, it was. I remember it was something so like that. Pretty much like a bad play call turned into another bad play call on the other end, which pretty much saved us and. 
But see, don't we don't know, always like, play terrible teams. Like the Giants are fucking terrible no. right now. But when we're playing teams like Kansas City and we're holding our own and then it's kind of falling apart in the end, it does make you like a little bit concerned for like the rest of the season, you know? Well, where's our defense I, in that fourth quarter? Yeah. yeah. We've been talking about Doug Peterson's play calls. I mean, we gave up what? 14 points to the Giants. 14 points to the Giants. Last week mm-hmm. in the fourth, and then what? What was this week? I, I know it was. And least... also the fourth quarter. Too. No, I yeah. thought it was twenty-one unanswered points to the Giants, wasn't it? Oh, it's that, pre- uh, wait. Yes. No, we went down twenty. Yeah, I guess so because we went yeah, down but... twenty-one fourteen. Yeah, yeah, it was twenty-one unanswered points because they they didn't score any points until the second half, and it, then it was like the it was like the middle of the third to the middle of the fourth. That they, just they just fucking scored. marched on. And if yeah. you remember Kansas City too, that's we we did great that whole game, and then we lost it. It, our de- in the end that was what happened so it's like our defense is is great like we have a re- like our I'm like our defense has been like really doing a, a better job this year and I I like Jim Schwartz a lot it's but showing up in the fourth fourth is that's when it matters that's that's the only fucking time and like we've you know we've played the Redskins who are arguably I mean they almost beat the Chiefs last night that was a pretty good game you know we we beat we're three and one but look at the three teams that we beat so it's kind of concerning when it's like okay when we play really good teams what's are we you know are we gonna hold it together against the Giants um it was like literally like 150 degrees out it felt like I mean, I was sitting in the stands and like I almost passed out because it was like nine degrees out, and, like a hundred percent humidity. Eli so it face was really hot out for that game. Eli it's face like, was really like on point because of the heat. Eli face oh was like God. I'm dying. Like it was the best <laughs> Eli face because you know Eli face, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it was fun. It was it was great. Like finally seeing the Eagles. It's the first time they've been out in LA. Well, because, I mean, I guess before last year we didn't have any, they would never be here unless they were on vacay or something. So it's awesome that we have them twice this year, and it's awesome that we got to see them win. It's awesome that our shirts aren't cursed and all that sort of thing. But I do agree that, like, we only won that game by two points, you know? Yeah, well, generally generally early complaints, I mean, we're, we're running more, we're running about more. Listen, we got a shitload of injuries. This is that's yeah, a, that's a problem. Right. Here, of, keep the mic right main, here. Of main players here, and but Blount looked great. Look great. Uh, Aguilar looks like he's stepping up. Jeffrey stepping up. Love Zach Ernst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's Tor- having a great year. I need Tory Tory Smith to do something. I and know. Tory Smith is starting to look like Aguilar. He's dropping year. passes. I can't believe like watching him. He's used to be a short-handed receiver, and he's dropping easy passes. Yeah, yeah can't. Kansas City. Before I got angry, <laughs> <laughs> he dropped a, a huge first down and uh, ends a, a touchdown. Yeah, um, and I'll, I'll tell you one thing in Philly. That's what we remember more than having like good plays. Honestly, that's why you and I have always been real down on Aguilar because. Aguilar before 2017 was like fucking why is this guy still on the goddamn team stepping up you know maybe and well the Smallwood kid could maybe do something I like Smallwood and Blunt is a beast another little man I actually like our running backs and I like Clement too yeah and I think uh, I think Blunt is he's like I was telling you this during the game I was or saying this to you during the game not just because of the dreadlocks but he actually is starting to look like Marshawn Lynch like he's beast moding it you know he is a beast man really running with uh, some passion behind it it looks like and I picked him up on my fantasy team last week did I tell you that on a a free agency 
And I'm like, how did this happen? But I mean, I'm just on side note, you know, I, those things make me happy. <laughs> like Zach. They're going to call more and more. They will. They'll definitely use them more. I like that they're running the ball. They, now, one thing they didn't do against Kansas City was they didn't run. No, and that was like the biggest thing here. Like people are questioning Doug no. Peterson here. Yeah. And it was kind of like uh, pretty much like almost like a fire thing after two games. And, and it happens here, but – um, they were really knocking the running, and everybody was like, "You have to be more balanced." And since that happened, he has been running the ball, and they've been looking a lot better. Well, he's still wearing visors, so he's got some work to do. Yeah, he's still yeah, wearing that bit. trust. Yeah, <laughs> but but we're out. Dare I say, in Philly, we're going to be optimists about this one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we you know, and it's I think that there's some question with Doug Peterson's play calling. There's some question with fourth quarter defense stuff. Also, Fletcher, Fletcher Cox has been out, so that's been an issue. One of the ugliest things outside of the visors is Darren Sproles. We gotta, we gotta give him uh, a, one play. Oh. I know, oh, dude. I watching it from the fa- uh, the sideline too. It, it didn't even look like he got hit that hard, but then he just dropped. I was like, what? What happened to him? I hate to say this, but because I've always thought this. Like the guy is five six. It. I hate to. I can't. I am impressed that he has made it. Yeah. 13, 14 seasons in the NFL like this far without getting fucking pummeled. He's shorter than me, you know? And I think he weighs – how much does he weigh? He's like 180. Oh, he weighs a lot more than me. <laughs> what is he, 5'6"? He would have definitely eight. broken your shoulders, to- yeah, Tommy, if he was trying to jump on him. He really it. looks – and he, he looks small. He's like definitely – a lot shorter than your refs out there. He looks like a baby out there. Yeah, so I mean, I I'm He's a beautiful man. He is. <laughs> yeah, he's a very beautiful man. But you know, they he did he did say that this might be his last season. Oh, anyway, he's done. he has to be I done. I know, and that's so terrible that that was it. that's it cuz I mean, I don't see him coming back from this, you know. If he was going to retire anyway. It was a contract year for him too, so the, I I doubt he's going to come back. Oh, so that means that he, like he, he, he was pretty much playing for a contract, and I don't know if somebody's going to give him, like, at least, like, you know, they might offer him something low, but I don't know if he'd even take it. Well, he's 34. Yeah, that's which, what I'm saying. For the NFL, so, right? That's pretty old. Especially for a running back. I had no yeah. shame in going out the way he's going out. I mean, no, exactly. He was, he was uh, very respectable and great before he came to the Eagles. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he was oh, with yeah. New Orleans, he was the fucking yeah. shit. I was so happy when we got him. And so for a 5-6 running back, no less, to make it, to, you know, to, to be that effective at 34. He's Spud Webb. He, he's the amazing. Yeah, right. seriously. <laughs> yeah, seriously, though. <laughs> seriously, though. I mean, he wasn't a power back, but, you know, he got the job done. He was very versatile. So, yeah, that's the ugliest I, I, thing. Literally, you can never see him run through a line. Like, at any time. Like, nobody knows he's actually running the ball because nobody can ever see him. Yeah. He's so small. Well, that's, <laughs> a, true. that's a, a, a great point that the sportscasters made when they were replaying a play, I think, in uh, Kansas City. When they were saying that a lot of times defenders complain because they can't see him. That's how no, he gets through the middle. You can't see him from the sideline at all. Like, literally, he gets the ball, and, like, I don't know if he got two yards or he got ten yards because you can't see him. He just fucking ghosts you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like Swayze? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yes. I feel like that's deja vu. I feel like we've already had this conversation, but maybe we had many more drinks in us, Tommy. Naturally. But, yeah, so we kept it together for the game. We uh, we even used a little Neff T, our, uh, our brand new nephew, uh, little Danny Bauman. Uh, to stand in places we weren't allowed and then uh, when we were asked to sit back down in our seats or to not be in that area because it was just a better place to stand to view the game. 
Um, I was like, my my son. I'm looking for my son, little Danny Bauman, and I feel like yeah. it bought us like 20 minutes. When you're looking for little Danny Bauman, security backs off because <laughs> they don't want to piss off a parent or get in the way of a parent who's looking for little Danny Bauman. I mean, little Danny Bauman bought us 20 minutes. Little, da- you know, he has no clue what's going on. He bar- the kid barely opens his eyes yet, but um, it was for it and was for the cause. And he's on the East Coast. And he's on the East Coast. Yeah. So, what are your other thoughts, T and Tommy? Uh, bros on just the Eagles in general, our next couple games, the good stuff that we're that you're saying. I mean, I I'm intrigued. I like the next matchup against the Cardinals at home. They're struggling, so hopefully you can get a win out of that. Um, God, I'm still mad at Fitzgerald from uh, o- was it, oh, 05. God, I know. I, I don't even want to think of him <laughs> in this game because he just kills us always. Oh, that, but that one particular playoff game for sure. I hate him the way I used to hate Reggie Miller. <laughs> he fucking beasted us he in that game. He always kills us, though. Yeah. He literally always kills us. And it, it sucks because he's even getting older and he's still producing, which scares me to play against him anyway. Yeah, their run games. I mean, it, when your best running back's Andre Ellington. I mean, yeah. nothing against Andre Ell- Ellington. Chris Johnson. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's that other guy, Kerwin Williams? I mean... No, no, yeah, he's special teams. No, so, no. I mean, their running game's a little meh, you know. They they came I'm off... just, like, our secondary is still a question with all the injuries. I mean, Rodney McLeod's back, which is good, but you could tell he wasn't 100% in the last game. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have a rookie corner in there, so that scares me. So, I, I mean, it's just our secondary against them, and it matters what Carson Palmer shows up, but if he's on point, it could be... Tough game. Yeah. Hmm. So, what about us? That dude I I talk about him all the time. Sidney Jones is that his name? The the rookie cornerback. He's not. He's he's not coming back yet. It's um. He's never even been there. We drafted him hurt. Now he's still hurt, and they're they're talking about him coming back in the middle of the season. I don't know. He tore his Achilles in you know the beginning, so I don't know if he's coming back anytime soon. But at least there's like word that he's coming back in the middle of the season. You know, you said the word rookie, and I couldn't help but think that we talked about the Giants and didn't mention how awesome it is that that rookie kicker came out there oh and kicked that sexy yeah. yeah. and joined the jo- rookie year, joined the list of 18. And he killed it against the Chargers, too. Yeah, what do you have? Three, right? Yeah. But I mean, four, yeah. He was amazing. <laughs> yeah, he did. And this is coming. This is like, but this was a kick that he had to make when when Doug Peterson had announced his longest uh, uh, capable field goal is like 55 yards. Right. And I'm just thinking, fuck, yeah. as he walks out because he missed the extra point. I mean, he's like, looks well, like a 12 year old. What? Is that the wind was in his face? That field goal too. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, he just made it to it. Did you see the clip of yeah. his parents in the stands? His dad gets all choked up. It was like oh, an yeah. episode of This They're Is Us. Out, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I cry after yeah, every yeah. episode of that fucking show. Oh, I can't watch that show. God, Mandy Moore really kills me. We love it. We watch every one, but it's yeah, it's hard. It pulls on the heartstrings, doesn't it? Oh. Oh my God! Uh, I know. I couldn't believe it. I screamed. And now the guy's drinking too much, and she's looking over at me. It's weird. You know, I uh, I know. I I had to w- stop watching it like episode six because it was kind of starting to ruin my life. I'm like, you know, I got my own problems, and this show is just too sad. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. it just pulls on the heartstrings. But you know, I call it so so and right after age. he's well, he scored. Well, we're about the same age, I yeah. think. We're like 27. That's right. You know, no, Tyler's 27. Tw- Tyler, you're 27, 28. I'm 28. Oh. So, 
Um, I think I'm 28, right? Yeah, 28. Yeah, I forget sometimes, too. I know you're definitely in your 20s. Um, but what yeah, I, I'm somewhere in the 20s. What, what I was going to say was, um, uh, after he kicked that field goal, I was so fucking excited. I screamed so loud. All the dogs in my neighborhood started barking. And then uh, just because it sounded like I was being murdered. <laughs> like people on on like football Sunday must think I'm like insane because I make like really weird noises. There's no shame in that. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all, you know, that's Eagle's heart. I mean, Callie's just used to it. She sleeps through it. She sleeps through it, yeah. you know. But uh, and I texted you to I called you, Tommy, and I was like, Man, that was just a great feeling to see that. It, like, gives you hope, you know? Yeah, I watched that game with a Giants fan, too, and that was hard. Our friend Brooke. Yeah. You know Brooke T. Yeah. Yeah, but tell... Did, tell... You, did you remind her that they're on four, or should uh, I remind her? I did. I did. Okay. Well, at the time, <laughs> but you know However, what? Again, I'm trying not to jab her too hard, because it always comes back to bite us. Yeah. But... <laughs> and also, she can't take it very well. And I feel that way about most Giants fans. You talk shit to them, and they're like, oh, two rings, two rings. But then you beat them in a game, and then they can't handle it. Like, I remember one time I talked shit to her, and um, I was like, yo, who's uh, who won the game last night? And she was like, I am at... And I t- I, but I texted her like six different things this was last year when we beat the giants and like fucked up the whole playoffs situation i think for them right because uh it was like one of the last games and she was like i am at work right now i do not have time for these childish talk texts and talk (laughs) and i was like oh i thought you don't get mad dude i thought you don't get mad Mm -hmm. um why are you mad she's like i am not mad in like all caps i'm like well when you talk in all caps i feel like that means you're angry salty creatures salty creatures typical giants fan but tommy you got to tell t the best part about brooke uh, not even like, like the end, like you're the one and the, that got to, you, she, you got the best burn cause you had to call her. Well, she, uh, walked out on the field goal. I said seven seconds, girl. And she walked out when, head when it was head tied the door. I said, I don't have time for overtime right now. I have an appointment on Sunday. So, at so noon? I was able to catch her because it happened so quickly. I was able to catch her while she was still out front and leaving the, uh, faci- you know, the facility. And uh, just just let her know how it ended, just so she didn't have to. <laughs> well, I, like I don't know how you could actually be a Giants fan right now because most of the losses they had this year, they were winning too, and then they lost in the end. By yeah. the way, so, by, I couldn't even imagine that. By the way, their coach Ben McAdoo looks like a he's overrated. He he he's looks like a fucking you like before this he was selling like used tires. He looks like a used yeah, tire salesman. He, he looks homeless on the sideline. Seriously, I actually didn't know that was the coach. Until I saw him call a timeout. I'm like, oh, he's actually a coach. I thought he was just like a ball boy or something. (laughs) With slicked back hair. He looks like every bully you've ever seen, like in a movie, you know? Did Beckham Jr. dog piss on our field? Oh, he was... (laughs) Yeah. He was just annoying. Like, he would gesture to the crowd the whole game. Like, he was (laughs) out of control. And there was, like, one where he, like, pointed to the fans... And we're making fun of him because he, he thought that there was like a pass interference call on him. Yeah, uh, on, I remember that. It, it was that. No, it was actually on him. But he thought it was like on, um, I think, Jalen Mills. And he starts like pointing and laugh at the crowd. Everybody's like pointing behind him. Look at look what the ref's doing. And then he like starts freaking out. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, it, it was amusing, but I heard it was for other reasons that against maybe trump or whatever and if that's that's okay I'm, I'm i'm personally fine with that but i'm from atlantic city we have different beefs with that guy for a while now right <laughs> yeah i used to own the whole city practically or at least his name is there now right. no his name's pretty much not even there anymore you right. actually knew a girl that was at that concert too what concert 
Uh, oh, you're talking about, I thought you were talking about Las Vegas. Uh, we, oh, no, oh, no. Man. God, no, uh, okay, sorry. God bless those people. God bless. Yeah, uh, God yeah. bless Vegas. God bless uh, Tom Petty. Oh, God, Tom Petty. Yeah, no, that was sad, too. You know, you they, know my, they, my, my, believe that. He died in the hospital right here over at uh, UCLA right by us. I know. They got the shrine out front. We put some sunflowers down. I can't believe it. It was just out of nowhere. He just had, like, had a heart attack or whatever. Right? Like, he wasn't sick. My friend saw him at the Hollywood Bowl two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And she was saying, like, I need to go see Tom Petty because I've never seen him. And Yeah, I would love to go see him, too. I wanted to. Well, I saw him when I was younger, maybe, like, ten years ago, I want to say. And I... He he put on a great show. I'm just happy I got to yeah. see him, you know? I, I saw him at the Fonda Theater uh, a few years ago in Hollywood and uh, stood next to, uh, just randomly, Jeff Ross. And it was... <gasps> I <laughs> love Jeff Ross. But it was a, a great show. Um, um, speaking of roast battles, uh, at, so Tommy and I were at the... Uh, when we were tailgating and we were just watching Dallas, like, get, you know, get uh, embarrassed by the Rams... We just started all talking shit because it was all Eagles fans. We started talking shit on Dak. And then yeah. I, uh, Tommy and I came up with this idea that we should do a 30-second Dak off. And we just tell <laughs> Dak jokes. Like Rodney Dangerfield style, like one-liners, just like crush Dak. Because, you know, it's Dak. It's the fucking Cowboys. So, yeah, I, and I can't stand him. The reason why is, too, he was... He did this in college. He had a great year, and he beat Alabama, blah, blah, blah. Next year, he didn't do anything. So I, I just think he's overrated in general, so I'd love to talk trash on him. Well, so we wrote a couple jokes for you, and they're pretty bad because we didn't have a lot of time. Well, actually, I'm just speaking for my own self, but uh, but we're going to read you some jokes, today and tell us if you like them. All right. You don't have – all right, so – because we're going to roast Dak. The Dak off. <laughs> all right, Tommy, you go. We'll go back and forth. Hey, Dallas, I got a Dak for you. <laughs> okay. That's a good one, actually. Uh, by the fourth quarter, Dak keeps losing his edge. He reminds me of Liquor Dick. That's pretty good, right? <laughs> Liquor Dak. Liquor Dak. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Liquor I fucking Dak. miss that. Oh. See, pretty yeah. much what we're going to do here, Tyler, is just take the word Dick and replace it with Dak several times. <laughs> <laughs> for instance, what a bunch of Dak heads. Okay, Dak's real name is Rain Dakota Prescott. He sounds like a low-rent hooker who eventually ODs in a bathroom stall at a subway. <laughs> Rain, da- Rain Dakota Prescott. That's, not, that's his real name? Yeah. Really? Wow. Rain Dakota Prescott. Huh. The only thing gayer than that is Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dak, my bitch. Yeah. He's in the booth now, and I'll tell you what. I hate Tony Romo, but... He's not a bad announcer. I have to say it. You know, I have to give him credit on that. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna back you up on that. I agree. We used to make fun of him, like he was the frat boy we'd be friends with, but we just like to yeah. scream his name, like we were drunk. Oh, Romo, woo, Romo, woo. <laughs> like he was like obnoxious asshole. But I have to say, right. I'd probably hang out with that guy. <laughs> I mean, Tony Romo's a better announcer than he was a quarterback, so at least no, he finally yeah, found his calling. You know, that's true. Um, yeah. but uh, any okay, so I have two more, and I have to tell them both back to back because. The second one goes with the first one. I'm really talking up this joke. It's not even that good. (laughs) Doesn't Dak sound like the noise like a... Wait, no. I'm sorry. Let me start that over. Dak sounds like the noise his mother screamed during labor trying to get his fat head out of her vagina. Like Dak, you know? (laughs) And that's also why his nickname is he Big went, Pussy. He went there. Yeah. He went there. He definitely went there. That's why Dak also stands for Big Pussy. I don't have any more jokes, but in the words of Dr. Seuss, 
Dak is whack, and it is a fact that with the power of yaks, the bird shall attack Dak. Front and back, with loud thuds, cruds, and smacks, Dak will be sacked. And with each crack of Dak will come Dak shouts, Dak pouts, and failed Dak routes. They will sound through your stands, your TVs, and your house. And when the birds come back, Dak will be sat. The Eagles will win, and that will be that. Fuck Dak, fuck Jerry. Jerry will make your jumbo screen crack. You were a no-go with Romo, and now we're going to bitch smack Dak. Even the cat in the hat agrees with that go bird damn that was, a, that was a really good song that was joke. good I, like that I got a one-year-old i've been playing dr seuss oh my all god <laughs> no you're not fucking around with the dr seuss I, we just went to Ch- little trey's birthday party and it was dr seuss's party it was a dr seuss themed yeah. party so what happened was i got uh, drunk in san diego once and woke up with some other things in my pocket that shouldn't have been there and <clears throat> one thing i did like wake a good up time, with though. i mean you're fighting at Stadiums, and now you're getting drunk in San Diego. Well, yeah, I gotta th- come over to. I gotta come over to you guys. Well, th- yeah, well, this was prior to the birth of the child, so it's <laughs> socially acceptable, oh, okay. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I woke up with the Dr. Seuss painting from the Dr. Seuss gallery. Oh my so we god! We had this hung in his room, and we go over this painting every morning. The Bee Watcher, 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 the Bee Watcher. It's pretty much just a bunch of uh, monks in red looking at one guy study a bee. And you got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I woke up with this in San Diego. And you're like, it's no a sign. You got it. Oh uh, no no! I mean, there was <laughs> well, there, there was some interest uh, prior, but I don't. It was it was God. Try, it's God's way of trying to tell you that your that your son's gonna fucking like Dr. Seuss. But I I need you to send me that, or I need to take a picture of that, so I can actually post that Dr. Seuss esque poem because it's beautiful, and I think anybody from Philadelphia is gonna appreciate that, especially if you have kids. And even if you don't, I think it's wonderful. Hey, you thank the doctor. I mean, seriously, Tommy, great job. <laughs> the good doctor. Well, that's see, that's see, that's what I found good, in one of the, the kids' books. That's where good writing will get you. So I had some, so we had some good jokes, uh, and you had a great, you had good jokes, good poem. Um, so you know, I feel like it's uh, it's good juju for when we play the Cowboys, which is when? When we play the Cowboys? Uh, I don't remember. Not sure. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm taking this one week at a time. Yeah, yeah I know. Seriously, I, I know. Actually, I forgot who we were playing this week until like yesterday. So. Yeah, I know. I'm so I'm gonna be home next week I'll for check the spread Sunday morning. Yeah, for the, our Thursday game, which is against the Panthers. That's gonna be, you know, because the Panthers are, you know, they're doing okay first in their division right it now. Be a good game. Yeah, uh, but I'll be at the um, our brother-in-law. Big Danny Bauman's um, Big DB Big DB's uh, viewing party tea. Uh, yeah, and, I'll be there. Yeah, and so we'll have to like do Insta stories for playing with balls from that. But then we we'll also have to see if me or the skinnier bitch is on Amazon Prime and Tommy <laughs> <laughs> and me and, me. <laughs> and, and Tommy. Um, but no, thanks guys for uh, and thanks Tommy for no, joining. This for was really us. fun. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, this is Philly yeah, Bros talk. You'll have to come back for. We don't do it every week, but we do it periodically. I would love to. Yeah, so we'll um, we'll have to it, we'll do one see when I'm home next week. Um, back east and then uh, when I get back all three of us can circle back and in the meantime you can write another Dr. Seuss poem because it was great all right Marvelous. T any 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 final words from South Jersey no not really I mean I can't really think of anything off the top of my head so I guess we didn't really give you like yeah I mean we're spouting out jokes and poems over I'm here I'm like moving furniture between two houses so I'm like out of thought yeah I hear ya All right. Well, thanks as always for uh, joining and I'll see you next week when I stay at your house 
And thanks again, Tommy. Well, thank and you. thanks to and Callie. Thank you, Tyler. For thank just you, Callie the yeah, dog. Nice to meet you, Tommy. Yeah. Marvelous. And go birds. Go birds. Yeah, go birds. So now we've got my next guest here, and we're going to talk about NFL quarter season check-in, what's going on, um, expectations for what we think is going to happen because, you know, we can predict the future. So if you're a betting person, you should definitely put your money on whatever we say. I'm just kidding. We don't know shit. But please welcome Andy Lazarus. Hello. Hey, Andy. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Welcome back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've been on. You were on our very first one. I feel like I was on the the prototype. Yeah, you were on You're our like kind of checking. Yeah, it was like a test episode. Well, and it's kind of funny because did I did it ever air? Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's a real episode. It was a real episode. Oh, great. You knew that. We posted it and everything. You posted it too. Oh, I did. Yeah, it oh, was back man. in November of 2016. Okay. So you were on our um, a long time ago. when Rachel was um, my former co-host was still on the podcast. Oh, that's right. That's right. This is my first time with the solo project. Yes, yes. solo project, uh, meaning just me. Yes. And also. Um, yeah, you were on sort of when we did the home run der- when we've done the home run derby. Oh yeah, the home run derby, which yeah. I almost won this year. Yeah, you had uh, Miguel Sano. Sano. I took the only Dominican. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, you had Sano, and we aired that. I aired that podcast. That was like a two-hour-long podcast. Yeah, it's just a bunch a of people like screaming fun. at each other mostly. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and that was when we had the dunk tank and all the videos yeah. for people that watch and everything. Super cool. Yeah, and so welcome back. Thank you for having me. I know. I get. I feel like you're always like on like prototype like like first hey does this work <laughs> yeah does this work let's just check it with Laz first well because also for this segment too it's you know i mean you're my guest but also it's less about like i mean we can like talk about your life and stuff of course but it's less about like we already know stuff about you yeah ew. it's about football <laughs> <laughs> ew boring all Gross. right well everybody can listen to episode one or yeah. i don't remember what it was um on itunes to hear about andy's life yes um and it's more about football talk but yeah, also we can talk today. about what you're doing and sure you're in a baseball tournament tomorrow uh, we're leaving. The, the tournament begins Thursday. Can you like watch it on TV or anything for people listening? Uh, no, but you can check it out on Venice G- Gay's Insta story. Venice, G-A-Z-E on Insta, Instagram. Check it out. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't realize you were playing with the Venice Gays. I oh, thought. yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. So yeah. you guys do this tournament once a year? Mm-hmm. And so you're the manager of the I'm the, the team? manager. Um, I... I I have been the first baseman, but um, I'm getting on in years. And so I'm going to have to kind of try to do a graceful exit from my – not a complete exit, but for this tournament, I probably won't be starting at first base every every game. Uh, how many games are there? Uh, five guaranteed. Oh, wow. So I'll play, probably play two – manage the rest you know kind of jackie moon it yeah yeah all right you know well it's a good compromise yeah i you know, guess <laughs> we'll do what do what you feel I'm kind of being you know forced to <laughs> if we want to win you're being forced to um, step out yeah a little bit not by anybody but me but really um just so we can win the tournament i saw you play baseball once because playing with balls covered yeah. uh one of your games mm-hmm. last year against the south bay pelicans and yes, i thought right. you were pretty good oh thank you very much well yeah. this is a this is a pretty tough tournament and uh there are no pro restri- restrictions meaning that you can you could have been in the big leagues yesterday and play in this tournament wow so does that happen 
That has happened before, yeah. Um, and so Marvin Horn plays for the team, right? Marvin Horn plays for the team. He's yeah. been on your podcast. Yeah, he yeah. was great. He used to be in the pros, right? He yes, he or, was. Or he was with the White Sox. For that's a right. Bit. Yeah, for for a couple years, and then in mm-hmm. the minor leagues. Yeah, and then he broke his back. Oh yeah, we mm-hmm. talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Marvin Horn. Well, good luck to you guys. Thank you. And uh, we'll remind the uh, listeners yeah, at the check end. Check out Venice Gaze on Instagram. And, and you're at Andy Lazarus. Yes. Just your name, first and last, on yes. all of the things. On all the things. Okay. Cool. So NFL. So what's what's wrong with your Niners? What's going on um, with your 49ers this actually, year? Actually, <laughs> I think the Niners are perfect right now. <laughs> they're 0 and 4. Mm-hmm. They've been in some games. Um, four, four to be exact. They're well coached. Mm. I feel like uh, they're just have bad players. I was going to ask you that if yeah. you like the coach. I do like the coach. Because your team and my team, uh, the Eagles, have had some of the similar problems right. in the past with uh, Chip Kelly. Right. I can't fucker. blame Chip Kelly for the Niners. I blame. Franchise. Purely on Jed York, the owner. Yeah. The York family. And uh, yeah, the Yorks. The Yorks are to are at fault. Fuck the Yorks. Okay. Fuck the Yorks. <laughs> well, it usually always goes back to the franchise, doesn't yes. it? I mean, like, yes. I think the Raiders have always been like, it, it, of the past, have been like a great example of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. And then coaching, obviously, and then the talent yeah. on the team. I mean, the NFL, if you have a great owner, a great coach, great quarterback you're in good shape yeah yeah like we have one of those three and i'm not sure that kyle shanahan is great but i know he's a functioning nfl coach well he has uh he's got a track record he's got a good track record yeah as a coordinator yeah you know he knows everybody everybody seems to like him um yeah so we had after the harbaugh debacle we had jim tomasula who was Basically, it looks like Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and that, really wasn't that was you know, NFL head coach no. material. He's still getting paid by the Niners. $14 million guaranteed. Not my money, but whatever. Well, um, it's still a stupid... Uh, and they hired Chip Kelly and fired him a year later. Oh, God, Chip Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I hate Chip Kelly, and I think he, he didn't ruin the Eagles, but I kind of look at him like... He didn't ruin the Eagles. You guys got to the playoffs. He just kind of got rid of your best players. All of them. <laughs> yeah. And then he drafted Bradford, who, I mean, look, Bradford's doing... Bradford. That's what I mean. Yeah, he he was like on the Bradford train. I don't think Bradford was that great when he played for us, but he's doing pretty well with the Vikings, so, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. He's hurt again. Yeah, he always gets hurt. Yeah. He always gets hurt. But Chip, yeah, Chip Kelly's, you know, with that silly offense that everyone picks up on after game two, and then he's yeah. got nothing left, and he wears You're visors. Mad. You're mad at Chip Kelly. I just think Chip Kelly, he just he came into the Eagles, he fucked it up a little bit, and then he left because he got fired, and then we basically spent, you know, a lot of time and close to our cap trying to fix, you know, undo what he did. Plus he's racist. Yeah, he is. He is racist. He's 100 percent racist. Yeah, he he really is. <laughs> he completely supported Riley Cooper and got rid of Deshaun Jackson and Shady. Yeah, pretty racist. And I mean, Shady's doing pretty well now. Pretty well. So is Deshaun, right? He's, yeah, he's still doing Deshaun things. I don't like Deshaun though. I think he's, Deshaun has an attitude. Somebody tried to trade. Uh, uh, give me Deshaun in our fantasy league because you and I are in mm-hmm. one fantasy league together, and and mostly because it's just Deshaun. I said no because I just don't like him. He, he so sh- you have personal vendettas. Yeah, I don't. I don't. There's certain you know I don't like. I mean, you're a Philly girl, so you t- you take things personally. Well, when it comes to sports, as most Philly fans do. I would take him if it actually made sense for my team, but it yeah. doesn't. 
Um, and I just don't believe in him because he's like, he's doing well. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. I just never have liked him from a fantasy standpoint. He had a couple good years where he was consistent, you know. I think he helps out your fantasy quarterback if he's playing with your fantasy. Like Jameis Winston. Yeah. You know, they'll roll coverage to his side. He'll open up stuff for the other guys. But he might not. Like, you know, he's boomer bust. Right. That's right. and I don't need 25 any five points or nothing. Yeah. And I don't need anybody like that on my right. team because I was close to the Niners record until this last week. I'm one in three now. I, Very nice. I finally won. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I yeah, they, he tried. Uh, the trade was for Mixon. Right. And I'm a Mixon fan. I yeah. like Mixon. So and I also and you need running. Backs. I need running backs. I also need wide receivers, but. I think I'm okay right now. I've yeah. done some work um, on some, with some free agency stuff. It was stuff. a good non-trade, Shannon. Yeah, I think so, right? <laughs> Not just because it's just Sean Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to the Niners, okay, I do have Carlos su- Hyde. Oh, yeah, I mean, he, he's all right. He's, I mean, he's decent in fantasy. Yeah. I just think the Niners, if they can be an exciting 2-14, and 14, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay that the Niners suck. But, you know, they, it's hard, though, because you said they're well coached. So what? Well, that was, that's step one. Yeah. The Niners, for the last couple of years, have had the lowest paid coaches in the NFL. Yeah. So, obviously, the owner doesn't give a shit about coaching. And... Um, now he's you know had to because they've been awful like right. unwatchable and uh but they still have some pretty shitty players they're, they're getting a little bit better but um it's gonna be a couple years for those guys yeah i think in the power rankings this week for uh, as of week five they're like tw- ranked 20th i think 20th i think so how many teams are there i think uh, i saw 22 rankings there's uh there's 32 Four, teams. 32. Oh, maybe they were 30. Yeah. They definitely weren't last. They should be 20. Oh, I'm sorry. They were 30. They should 30 be of 32. 31st. Who's the last? The um, who is the one? The Browns, the Jets, the Giants. The Browns are last. Uh, the Giants. No, the Giants are not. The Giants are better than the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, their Giants are not are not in the 30s. There's only, it's the, but the Niners are in the 30s the Browns, and I think it's the Jets. If the Niners can get to number 25 at the end of the season, <laughs> pretty good season. Yeah, and like how do you can't replace like the franchise guy because that's the one person, you know, so he's going to be there for... No, we're fucked. Yeah. We're fucked. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It's dumb. But either way, in other news, you know who was... Oh, you know who I'm thinking of? You know who was ranked 20th and now they're ranked 8th were, were the Bills because they beat Atlanta. The Bills. The Bills are just coming out of nowhere. The Bills have been my betting um favorite this year really i was gonna ask you what you thought because they're like the biggest surprise so far against the the spread or whatever yeah yeah they beat atlanta they beat atlanta Mm -hmm. that's huge yep um they i don't i don't know they just they just cover that's all i know yeah not that good but they cover well i don't know they're ranked eighth now that's not bad that's not bad of 32 teams and also um yeah they beat the the, they beat the Falcons, who are three and one right now, right. Who are at the top that of their division. For them. So you're so you you choose the Bills for like betting purposes. Yes, absolutely. So how do you think they end up just knowing the Bills, like how they end up knowing finishing? the Bills seven and nine. Yeah, and probably every year. I ha- clockwork. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I have to say, kind of, because the number one team right now is Kansas City, mm-hmm. and I kind of I hate to say this, but I feel sort of not similarly about the record, mm-hmm. but just that. Like I feel bad saying this because I really like Andy Reid, mm-hmm. but I just feel like he's like a like a ten and six kind of guy, you know, or like maybe eleven. Like he's they're number one right now. They're doing well, but they're almost losing. It's like how the it's like how the Chargers are almost winning. Well, you know what? 
it's it's kind of like you know the Raiders last year. They had yeah. a ton of like one point wins, really close wins, and then sometimes certain years like you end up on top of those close games, and sometimes you don't. Yeah. So it might be just be Kansas City's year to go twelve and four and lose in the divisional round again. Well, I just because I I just feel like that's what Andy Reid does. You yeah. know, I feel Until bad. He does it. I mean, he's never won a Super Bowl. Well, he would have if uh, Donovan McNabb didn't get sick during the drive. He had highbrow <laughs> nerve problems. Yeah. He was puking. <laughs> he threw up in his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the only Super Bowl I've seen since I've been alive that the Eagles have been in. Mm-hmm. And fucking our quarterback throws in, throws up in his helmet, you yeah. know? I mean, talk about choking under pressure, you that know? Was, that was the, you know, the ultimate choking under pressure. Yeah, Donovan McNabb. Choking under pressure. I know, and he's such a good quarterback, too, and like... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> such a good quarterback? Well, we won! How many screen passes did he throw right at people's ankles. Yeah, I know. A but lot. Also, well, he was very good with the play action passes. Yeah. You know, he was, he was a good quarterback. He was good. Um, I don't know if I could tell him, I'd say he's such a good quarterback. Well, I've talked about this a lot before on the podcast and especially on the Philly portion. I think he's a, I, I, I think he was a really good quarterback from like a record standpoint, mm-hmm. like of how many wins. Like if you compare him to Tony Romo, because they played in the same era, in the same time yeah. for the most part. He is such a better quarterback on paper than Tony Romo because of playoff wins, uh, division titles, mm-hmm. right? Um, um, just making it to a Super Bowl, regular okay. season wins and passing, right? Right. But for some reason, like Tony Romo is a much more celebrated quarterback. Maybe because he put up bigger numbers during the regular season um, than a lot of other quarterbacks. I don't really know because he's, he's only ever made it to... He's only ever won two playoff games. But, like, I just feel like Donovan McNabb doesn't receive the credit for all that he's actually accomplished. You I know? think he deserves, he gets exactly the credit you that think so? he deserves. Yeah, I don't think he's underrated. But I never I thought he was. Rated. I never thought he was a great quarterback because he was. He really he wasn't pukes. great at calling a defense. I mean, uh, c- like, reading, reading a defense. defense. Well, that's the thing Tommy Romo was great at. I know. And also, he, he ver- very rarely did he call audibles. And they said, you know, he had Tony ha- Romo did all the time. I know. And he had happy feet. Tony Romo, not so much. Because he would dance around in the pocket because yeah. we had a, a really good offensive line at the time. And we mm-hmm. do now, actually. But yeah, he was no, really good. good. Um, but you I, guys I, don't I, have niner problems. You're in good shape. Yeah. I, I'm I, well, right now. I'm happy. With good owner. Seems like Jeff Laurie. Yeah. Yeah. Good quarterback. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I, I like Carson Wentz a lot. Dopey face coach. <sighs> <laughs> You know my biggest fucking problem with him? Uh, Visors. <laughs> he looks like guy. such a fucking dork. <laughs> His hair sticks straight up. He's got salt and pepper hair. And so, and he's not, and he's got very questionable play calls from time to time. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he was w- used to wearing visors. He was backup quarterback for a long time. Why does, why do people wear visors? It's I just silly. It, I thought he was just must be from San Diego. <laughs> that's that's a visor that's kind a visor, of a town. That's a visor town. I, I'm I'm very against visors. I think they're stupid. Uh-huh. I don't think they accomplish. I don't think they get the job done for like the reason why you wear them, because your head is still exposed to the sun. Do you sun. think he has the dopiest face of any of the coaches in the NFC East? I think he, coach wise, not like player wise. Yeah. I I'd still think Eli Manning has like dopiest dopier face like, than Doug Peterson. Oh my God! Yeah, he looks like he's either like, he looks like he, 
I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not a Giants fan. I think that Eli Manning looks like he just got done sucking a dick in the <laughs> locker room half the time. He just looks, he looks so stupid. He looks so... Just got done sucking a dick? Like, because his mouth is still open and he's his like... His mouth still open? Does he look satisfied? He looks, like, confused. <laughs> Did I just suck dick in the locker room again? again? <laughs> and, like, you should have seen his face. My favorite Eli face was... Because Eli face, you know, is a thing. Yeah. My favorite Eli face was when... Um, uh, his brother won the Super Bowl. What was that? Two years ago? Oh, two or three. Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. twenty. Two, wait, 15? fifteen. Yeah, okay. I think, and they all the you know the Manning family was in the box, box yeah. and they spanned them, and everybody is just jumping up and down, and they're so excited. And Eli's like, like just looks like he he looks completely like confused about what's going on. Like he looks like that's the, the way Eli looked when he won the Super Bowl, isn't it? No, like he at least registered some sort of like <laughs> a recognition of what was happening <laughs> instead of just looking like it, it wasn't like he wasn't happy for Peyton. It was more just like he was like retarded, <laughs> you know, like just fucking on a tranquilizer or something like, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with him. So, but no, from a coaching standpoint, yeah, I, one of my least favorite coaches from like a from just like a look standpoint is mm -hmm. actually bill belichick because mm -hmm. i think he's sloppy he's yeah. angry looking he wears like he's sweatpants like, yeah his hair is always sticking up like yeah. it's like he doesn't have any respect for like like back in the day coaches used to wear like suits and ties yeah and they used but, to be like dapper you know yeah well uh, the niners had a dapper coach named mike nolan and he sucked i know so i take bill belichick over well i would just dapper. look i would take him too but like i and maybe even over doug peter i don't know i don't know how i feel yet but i you wouldn't take bill belichick over dopey face doug peterson oh i would oh okay but i mean oh anybody would take bill belichick right. over whoever their coach Most is anybody yeah. yeah i mean for sure but yeah. but yeah but i just don't like the way he looks okay because of the sweatpants and the sloppiness you know uh-huh um, but yeah, Doug Peterson has a dopey face <laughs> and it really is annoying that mi m mixed with the visors. Yeah. That's um, a bad choices. Cambo. Combo. At when he com Cambo. Com Cambo. Cambo. <laughs> is it your highbrow food poisoning? Yeah, I think so. Um, think don't make eye to contact with Callie, the bulldog, please. Okay. All right. Because you know what happens. That's what she's going to get. Excited. She's, uh, she wants to play with you right. as she normally does, but she especially will on the podcast. You actually might have to um, play with her boat. Just stick your hand out a little bit and with just, yeah, Callie in the there background trying to play with Andy. Um, yeah, but anyways, when he when he makes bad play calls, like, like go, I don't know if you saw uh, when we were playing the Giants, he, he, he went for it on fourth and eight. Okay, from In where? Giants fucking territory. Okay, um, all right. And, and, no, I'm sorry, in our territory. Okay. Uh, we were on like, the f yeah, it was so stupid. And yeah. we basically turned it over because we didn't get it. And we turned and it was like really early in the game and we didn't need to do that. And we went over for it on fourth and eight. And then we turned it over on downs and then they're on their own 40 or they're on our 40 rather. Right. Um, and the only reason why they didn't score was because luckily Eli and Eli face came through and like threw a pick. Okay. or whatever yeah. and we got the ball back it was right. either a fumble or i don't remember but or so an interception maybe he, he was counting on eli face and he won that bet 
Either way, when you do some dumbass right. shit like that, and you have a dopey face, and you have, were wearing visors, right. it's it just a bad look. it's really bad. bad yeah. Look. So yeah. I don't know. That's that's. I do the on my Philly bro talk. We do the good, the bad, and the ugly, and uh -huh. I I I think that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. You know. But outside of that, mm -hmm. so what we were talking about fantasy, fantasy. Right. My only good fantasy team is the team. Uh, I'm in the league with you in the Comedians League. Yeah, um, that's the LA Comics League. Yeah. and uh, Yeah, your team's good. My team's good only because I accidentally auto-drafted because I missed the, <laughs> I missed the big uh, draft. Um, Even though I told you eight times when our, when our sure. uh, thing yeah. was. Whatever. I mean, it's whatever. not, you know. I'm it's not sure eight is seems like uh, an exaggeration, but whatever. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't like the look of my team. I was like, oh, man, Todd Gurley. I didn't want to be in the Rams business <laughs> at the beginning of the season, but off. now it's a really good business to be in. Listen, and I'm really happy that I have Todd Gurley. Quarter season check-in, their first place in their yeah. in their division. Mm -hmm. um, and also, uh, besides that, I, I already told you this offline, but the most annoying thing about this whole situation of you auto-drafting, and that's pretty funny that you're doing really well and you auto-drafted and you hate, hated your team. Yes. Because like you were so pissed you got Dak Prescott. I'm like, who? why would you be mad about that? Every, the Cowboys always put up good numbers during the regular season. They don't even choke until it's the playoffs. But he wasn't one of my sexy dudes that I wanted. Well, you know, he's putting up some pretty good numbers. Pretty good. Because you have him and he, uh, and what's his name? Uh, Alex Smith, right? I have Alex Smith. Because I tried to pick him up. Oh, because you just basically stole everybody I wanted. And that's why. Oh, sorry. And I really wanted Gurley over... Um, uh, Whoever you have. Lamar Miller. Sure. And I, cause I just, I just had a feeling that Gurley was going to be good this year, and he is. And he's great. He's fucking he's great. Fantastic. He scored three touchdowns. My running back, who I have Carlos Hyde, scored two, and it even Once. made it even made that annoying for me because I wanted the other guy who scored more, and he also catches passes sometimes, and we're in a half point PPR league. Right, 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 right. So, what are, so what's your I'm, record in our league? I'm, I'm three and one with my auto drafted team. So there you go. That's your that's yeah. you need to do don't this. Don't draft, auto draft. In the future, you should just. But you can't auto draft in your in your other league no, because you have I a made, live draft. I made all sorts of mistakes in my other league. You know what? <laughs> you uh, who do you have? Antonio Brown. I got Antonio Brown, but then I went off the rails and. Uh, Took Christian McCaffrey in this for my second round pick. Ooh, that's a, that's a very bold that choice. That was really bold. Uh, he's not doing terribly. He's not doing good though. Um, not for a first running back a, pick. Yeah, yeah. No. And then and then I went and then I went a little bit of a panic piece and took Jameis Winston in the third. Um, and then it just got kind of worse from there. I'm in, <laughs> you know, Demarius Thomas, mm. Isaiah Crowell. Mm. Uh, Jameson Crowder. Ooh, yeah. Uh, he's he's. Eh. But in my in this league, like you have to get over a hundred yards or score touchdowns to score. There's no like eight points for eighty yards. Oh. Yeah. So you need you need killers. Yeah. And I only have one killer right now. Well, two kind of. Jameson. Jameis is starting to play well. Jameis is yeah because he's my backup quarterback in our league. Yeah. And I keep. I'm watching him very closely because I'll trade you Alex Smith for Jameis. Fuck no, not right. anymore. Well, well, I mean, just Alex Smith's number one. Well, I mean, well, just because you actually, don't have to. 
It's fine. Okay, all right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my starting... I don't want you to feel pressured. Well, I mean, trades. I don't really see that as a trade that I want at this point because I'm happy with my quarterback situation because right. I've got Russell Wilson starting right. and he's playing really well, especially in the last two games. No reason to panic at one and three. I'm not panicking. <laughs> <laughs> I, no reason. Uh, I actually think that my team... Uh, I won this week my first game, and my biggest, all my best players come to find out were on my bench. Um, uh, that that happens. It was like my bench is always killing it, but it's because it's it's tough because I have Lamar Miller, who really like really gets on my nerves, and I know you have the other guy because I tried to pick him up, uh, Dante. Oh, I've got Dante Foreman on my bench. Yeah, oh. um, because they were saying for a minute he might be the starter, and yeah. I went to go get him because he's the handcuff, I guess, because yeah. Lamar Miller has been shitting the bed every fucking week. Yeah. So I put him on Lamar the— Lamar Miller's good for three really good games a year. Okay, so yeah, and he just had and one. usually like in November. Well, he just had one. Yeah. He scored two touchdowns yeah. for Houston, and guess where he was? He was on my bench. Do you want Alex Smith for Lamar Miller? No, I don't need three quarterbacks. Okay. I have Jameis Winston on my bench, and I've got, I've got uh, what's the name? Uh, Russell Wilson starting, so okay. I'm happy. You're good. Yeah, okay. and I started Mixon, who's doing all right. Do you need any receivers? I kind of do, actually. Do you want Des Bryant? I'll trade you <clears throat> Des Bryant for Lamar Miller. Uh, no. Okay. I don't think so, but no. Who do I got? I th- you just talk shit on, Le- on Lamar Miller. Now you want him? Well, I think he's kind of nice. I think th- <laughs> I've got Blunt. I've got Blunt. Mm, Blunt's interesting. Yeah, and I've got Jamal Charles. Mm, kind of interesting. I would trade Jamal Charles for uh, Mike Wallace for a wide receiver. All right. Let's think. It, let's talk. Let's let's talk about, about it offline. Wendell Smallwood. You want some Wendell Smallwood action? I don't really want Smallwood because uh, because Smallwood's just not you know. Smallwoods for our league especially, he doesn't really catch too many passes. Okay. Right? Right. Sure. I don't know. I don't want Smallwood. <laughs> okay. I've, I mean, I've got Blunt, you know. Like, you got Blunt. Um, but but anyhow, so so in what are what's your record in your other league? The one, I'm I think I'm one in three. So that's what I'm I am. In fact, here. like I know I'm one in three. So I'm one in three. No need to panic. No need to panic. But my team sucks. Um, so what happens in your league now you really only get penalized if you're like if you're like if you come in last right yeah you get named you get named and then um is that called the toilet bowl no the toilet bowl is like everybody who doesn't make the playoffs they have their own kind of little playoff and you get like this really shitty payout which i think is like two hundred dollars not a shitty payout, but it's like basically if you win the toilet bowl, you win your money, your league fee back. Oh, that's cool. That's not that bad. No, and then you get a terrible name if you're last. Yeah, you get a terrible so name. So give us if you're an last. example. Like, what is like some of the names of people who have finished last? Well, these are all kind of personal and kind of inside. All right, well, then you don't jokey, have. Jokey, but like, just for example, um, um, the last guy who's this year, he had a reputation. You know, some of these guys are like buddies, uh, like college buddies of f- L.A. friends of mine. So, right. you know, I got to go to them and be like, well, what do we know about this guy? Like, I don't know him as well as you know him. Mm-hmm. And this thing came up that, you know, this guy w- um, used to hook up with a lot, a lot of fat chicks. Oh. It, yeah. So he, he got named he- Heifer Messiah because <laughs> he's like the savior 
of the fat chicks. And then wasn't the year before? I only remember this because I really a positive name. Heifer Messiah. Yeah. He, he's down with the BBW. Yeah, he's down with the BBW. I mean, Callie knows a thing or two about that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like ladies that look like a bowling pin from the back, you <laughs> yes, know, ahead, exactly. and then the body just gets wider and wider, <laughs> right. and then you get to like an apple bottom. Right. Some some guys are really into that, well, you know? he's into it, and that's why he's Heifer Messiah. And um, so that's not too mean. It's not too mean. I don't think it was too bad. Um, what was like the meanest Wasn't one? Wasn't there a guy like that hated his own dick or something weird? Oh, okay. So, right. <laughs> so this guy, like there's two writer buddies, the comedy writer buddies of mine. And when they first started writing together, this one of them, he would always go for uncircumcised penis jokes. Always. Always throw one in there. And later, a couple years later, um, the other guy is having dinner with the dude and his wife mm -hmm. and like his family. And for some reason in the dinner conversation, it came up that the guy making all these uncircumcised jokes had an uncircumcised penis himself. So he really was. It's like that classic case of like C classic self-loathing. Yeah. Yeah. So at the time, he was drinking a ton. And so we just made the connection that he was drinking a ton because he hated his own penis. <laughs> so his name was I Hate My Dick, So I Drink Myself Sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. And it also is probably funny because he didn't see it coming. No, he didn't see that one coming. And, and the best part is like... The best part of the naming is <laughs> what you really want in a name is it wants this wasn't wasn't so short and concise. We kind of want it to be short and concise, but a lot of people know about it mm -hmm. and like, you know, the work friends and stuff. And yeah. we want the people to have to explain their names to their friends who ask them about it. So I hate my dick, so I drink myself <laughs> sick. This is a good one. <laughs> That's a really good yeah, one. Yeah. Especially because, like, he may not have even had the, enough self-awareness to know how much he really hated his own dick. No, I, I, I think he had to, you know, go in and, and really, you know, get some therapy. Do and really some, like, self-assessment, yeah, you know? Yeah. Sort of, you yeah. know, rebuild. Yeah. yeah. rebuild and address. And I think since then, he's been really positive about his own penis. <laughs> So, so you guys, in essence, kind of helped him. Kind of helped him out. So a little bit. So it's good. It's like uh, it's like sometimes the name hits so hard, like you yeah, know. You reassess. It, you reassess. Yeah. Now, have you ever lost this your this fantasy? I league? have not. I have not. So but, uh, one in three, dicey. So are you are you concerned about what types of names they could come up with, or have you not thought about that really? Because you've never I mean, lost. I've never I've never lost, um, but. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't want to be named. I don't want people to make fun of me. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like the head namer, kind of like I've come up with a lot of these names over the years. So, I mean, it, it, it would be kind of, I know it would be fun for them to name me. Yeah, and also it's like you kind of had it coming, especially if you're the guy doling yeah, it out. Yeah, I mean, you know? I've been doling out a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so, so in our have it coming. So in our league, I think it's cool um, because the one that we're in, the new, the first, the new yeah, first LA year. Comics one, because um, I, we're doing a roast at the end yes. at your house. Yes. So for this one, you, you're doing the end of the season right. thing, remember? Right. You remember that, right? Yes, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, and we'll... 
put something on the podcast, probably like sure. a you know a video or something. Right. I don't know. And so the person who comes in twelfth, which could be me, but hopefully not at one yeah. and three. But I think I f- feel like my team's starting to turn around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to roast that person. Yes. So it'd be really fun in our league if it's somebody that's like annoying or that we don't like you know what i mean (laughs) who are you thinking of well (laughs) who would you like to roast the most shannon i i think you know i think you would be fun but i I don't want to roast you the most i i don't i would say i'd like to roast somebody that really irritates me more than just like somebody who I think would be, it, I'd be able to come up with some good jokes. And so, so far I would say it's this one guy and you know, you know about him. Um, mm-hmm. His name is Ben Haig mm-hmm. and he is a uh, comedian. Yes. And I think um, I, yeah. so we've been told, I don't, I've never met him before or I've anything. I've seen his website. Oh, you went on his website. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I had to know who he was after he's sending so many all caps angry <laughs> emails about about a fucking online draft. Well, you guys, uh, you guys have have you know had some some fun email. You have an online right. Uh, I, I mean, tension I, or I something. I don't know. I I just made fun of him a little bit over email. I don't know the guy. Well, anyway. you know, all I know his emails are annoying. Well, we name, named him Beg. Okay. Instead of you know Ben Hag. Right beg just because right. it's sounds silly you know and, and right. I, I like it because it rhymes with vague i don't yeah. know but also like uh you know he being a commissioner of a league like it's not that hard but you have to like you have stuff going on in your life you have to like organize things and no, get people together and like half people t- the time like people don't like answer your emails and stuff so he's like the guy that comes in in the 12th hour like not paying attention to anything after everything has been set up and just like tries to throw a wrench in it and that for so from he day tried, one he tried to change your he tried to change the date after you you know sent some emails out about the date and then you know, and that's annoying. And then he had a bunch of all caps emails about, you know, what the fuck? Why can't I set my draft settings? <laughs> and then he, As invited, if I work for and ESPN. Then he invited the whole league to a party at his um, he was kind of bragging about his place and how much money he made. And he invited everybody to party, but he said he would provide nothing. <laughs> and then when you called him out about that and you said, yeah. why do you need a headcount if you are providing nothing? Right, which makes sense to he me. He then assumed that you were poor. Yes. And um, said, that fine. said that you must live east of where? I forget. I don't know. East of the 405. Or like La Brea like or something. East of La Brea or something. And half of our league are, are poor comedians that prob- that live <laughs> east of yeah. the 405, I guess. Or yeah. Not that you have to be poor to live there, but it no. was still sort of like a knock to people who actually do live there, which is like probably yeah. half the people just because comedians make no money. Right. You know? Um, but so, so like if you live in Marina del Rey, it's not like that awesome i mean it's not in a landfill it's not terrible but it's like i don't know i don't know i don't don't really go past venice a lot i just i just (laughs) think if you're having a party and say you're providing nothing that means you're not having a party no well and also he had a jacuzzi yeah. And I just thought it was funny because there's two women in our league <laughs> yeah, that's of gross. 12 people. Yeah. So it's like, that's not a real selling so point. So you're, you're yelling on email. <laughs> then you're inviting an all dude. Uh, mostly. All, mostly 80%. Dude to a jacuzzi party <laughs> where there'll be no food, which sounds pretty gross because the word jacuzzi 
sounds grosser than hot tub to like me. it's it yeah it like looks like backwash you know <laughs> like in my the brain word, the word looks like backwash no it like a jacuzzi just looks like just like a dirty tub filled with like backwash you know yeah. i don't know what else to say about it but anyway so it would be fun to roast him um i don't know it would be fun to roast jonesy just because although he's actually uh three and one uh-huh. i noticed um just because Jonesy, who was on one of, one of my episodes where we came up with the idea to co-commission a lead uh-huh. together, just had some silly rules in the beginning. And I don't know. I like roasting my friends because it's easier because I know more things about right. you. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't really know how to roast Ben other, other than him bragging about his apartment. I'm sure that you would right. be able to come up with some things. Yeah. Just like a roast battle, you know, yeah. like when you don't. I've never really done the roast battle, though. I don't know how, how good of a roaster I really am. I think that you. you I think you I'm can. a pretty good roaster in life. I think so, but I, think, I don't know. I think you have a lot of good perspectives and backhanded, com- you know, <laughs> backhanded compliments. Got backhanded compliments and and just in general, fu- well, funny things to say. I think you find the humor in like the reality in like <laughs> s- certain situations. You know, well, thanks. Yeah, thanks a bunch. Yeah, like you pay attention to Doug Peterson's face and how that detracts from the overall. He just has those kind of rubbery lips. Oh, thanks. Um, um, he just has those kind of rubbery lips, like kind of like uh, L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> so outside of people we want to roast and yeah. people that generally look stupid, like Doug Peterson and his visors and yeah. Eli Manning always in his whole life. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you can't talk about uh, McAdoo. Um, Bob McAdoo? Um, no, that's a basketball oh. player. No, McAdoo, Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo. That's the Giants' new coach. Yeah. That guy is such a dick because, like, after, like... He looks like a dick. And he is a dick because he... He looks like a pool man. (laughs) Because he's got, like, a slicked back. Yeah. Like, he combs his hair all the way back. Like, he looks like a real bully, you know? Like, that's how bullies wear their hair. He looks like a bully... In any movie ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. he reminds me of, like, a Biff Tannen. Yeah. He reminds me of, like, a mean cop. Yeah. You know, like, that's never letting you get away with anything because they, they're mad at you. That's he why they a became mustache. a cop. Does he have a mustache? I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. Um, He's he's also a dick because it, after game two, I don't remember who the Giants played, in that in the post-press conference, he fucking talked shit and blamed it on Eli. He's like, our quarterback yeah. needs to get his, his act together or something like that. And everybody knows that, you, especially, I mean, it's terrible because it's game two yeah. and you're already going after the quarterback. It's and, a bad start. And by the way, guy, okay, Eli Manning has some credibility mm-hmm. in the league. You don't. So don't go after your quarterback because it's a lack of uni- unity. Like you don't, you don't, it's like you don't talk about back off of shit to the public. Right. You, you can't. But that being said, he didn't get a playoff you know with no timeouts right up against the goal line i mean like eli he's right eli should have for a guy of his stature and credibility should have gotten a playoff i mean i (laughs) i i agree and i'm not i don't think he should have you know roasted him in the press about it that's what i mean like i think especially in new york it's just it's gonna take you know they didn't win all over forever they did they're not oh and four strictly because of eli manning okay yeah, like they have so a really bad offensive line yeah and also uh a part of it's coaching you know but when you go and talk shit on your quarterback you know that there's that's not good you know i can't wait until 
dopey face Peterson talk shit <laughs> about Carson Wentz. It's not going to happen. You're going to be upset. That's not going to happen. And you know why? Because it's a lack of leadership. Like, even if even if they want to talk shit on, like, a particular player, you can't blame one player for the reason why your team sucks. You, you have to take Agreed. a kid, you know, because that's just not being a leader. A coach is that's his responsibility to be very, like, very, like, uh, stoic and very, like, you know, uh, talking as a we, not as a he, he you she. know? Yeah, not pointing fingers, Him. but taking some ownership as a coach, too. Sure. Um, yeah. The best coaches don't talk shit on one player. But, yeah. And anytime the they do, their team fucking falls apart. Usually the players start saying shit in the press and then blah, blah, and blah. the best coaches don't look like they deliver monster oh. energy drink in <laughs> Panama City. <laughs> And like drive a, a Ford Mustang with a soft top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a soft top convertible. Yeah. When's the last time you seen like a cool person driving a soft top? Uh, a soft top. A soft top. Not a con convertibles are cool, but I just mean like a soft top. McAdoo has a soft top. I think I did. I rented one. I think once to go well, to a wedding. Well, if you rented it, that's yeah. not the same thing. Yeah. That's not the same thing. I was like, babe. For this wedding, <laughs> I'm writing a soft top Mustang. <laughs> well, what did it did All it go white. over well? Yeah, it did. Was it, it was a Mustang? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. By the way, I it just might have been a Camaro. <laughs> oh jeez, even better. It was, it was like super dumb. Even better. I you know what? I just had a, a Mustang convertible that I rented to drive from uh, uh, Monterey to Sacramento to Tahoe, and I'll I'll tell you what. I, so I did a whole road trip. Mm -hmm. It was actually awesome. That car drives amazing. Like yeah. I wish it was cool enough that I could buy it, but I just felt feel like I can't own this car. Oh, I don't know. I just have a thing against Ford Mustangs. Yeah. Like. Like new Ford Mustangs. What did I? What did I, I? I rented a Charger once, which I thought would be awesome. Wait, the Dodge? Is that the a Dodge? Dodge? Charger. I think that's kind of cool. It's, it's super cool, but it's so much car. It's so long. It's so wide, and you feel like you're driving like the heaviest jet engine ever. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I can't drive this car. I saw one the other day and I, I was like, damn, that's amazing. cool. Yeah. yeah. They look cool. I think that like the key to having a car like that is you have to have like a restored original yeah, and you in, have, in order I to make like it work. To really make that work. You have to be a car guy. Yeah. You know, like I, my, like one day you when I'm Klein? rich, what's up? You know, Tony Klein. Yes. Comedian? Yes. Yes. Like he was a car guy. Yeah. He is a car guy. He's, he's totally alive. <laughs> <laughs> He is a car guy. He's a comedian. And he, yeah, and he makes yeah. cool furniture and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's awesome. And he had, I can't remember what he had, but <laughs> it, it was either an old Mustang or some old, um, you know, American muscle car. Mm -hmm. And he could fix it. Yeah. You know? Like, I can't fix. Like, he has a garage. Yeah, he has a garage, and, like, he could fix it. And, like, I can't fix a car or anything. I'm not, <laughs> like, a car guy. That's why I don't have, like, any American muscle cars, because I would yeah. if I did. But you know what? I mean, most people... If I could. To be honest, most people cannot fix a car. One of the, one of the hardest things... I'm not talking about, like, fixing a car. I'm talking about, like change the oil out yourself oh, just like, like yeah. just, just like basic, yeah basic yeah, things yeah. or like understand how a car works yeah you know i mean beyond pressing the button and pressing <laughs> and it's just pedal. not turning on and yeah, you're like well, yeah. i don't know what this is yeah exactly look i get it i uh 
I press that button where it's it's like your wheel. It's like your tires with zigzags behind them, mm-hmm. and it says off. Yeah. And I just wanted to know what it was, so I just pressed it, and then whatever that was, that driving function turned off, and then my car rode funny after that, and it gave me a little. The light popped up with the with. It looks like your your car, the back of your car with little zigzags, like you're gonna swerve. Uh-huh. And um and it's got like a and then it's got a um, exclamation point like uh oh. Like, like fix this. Yeah, and I didn't even know what that was. I don't know what that I is. I had to text it to somebody they couldn't figure it out. I had to take it to a gas station finally, and they were like, don't push that button ever again. I'm like, why is that button here? Yeah. Explain so that to me. It. Yeah. Like, and it's just by itself. Just I should be there. able to push any button in the car I want. I bought this damn car. And I'll push the buttons. My, my car's got, yeah, my car is a Nissan Murano, and it's like, looks like a spaceship. It's, nice. It's a soccer mom car, actually. Yeah. yeah you have a, a cool car. You have an Audi. Audi. An Audi. Audi. Yeah. Audi. How do you know. say it? I say Audi. Audi. Yeah. Audi. Audi. Some people say Audi. I think it's because my dad used to have an Audi, and that's what he called it. He called an Audi. I see, yeah, I say Audi, but whatever. And I just Audi, remember Audi. I thought it was the funniest car when I was when we were younger because it. Uh, who makes it? It's a Swiss. Is it Swiss? No, it's German. German. It's, German. That's it's right. Volkswagen essentially makes that's it. That's right. And I thought it was the funniest car because it's like a high-end Volkswagen. It, it is. Yeah. And my dad also had a Volkswagen. He had a Jetta, which is so silly. And then he he got an Audi, Audi, uh-huh. Audi, whatever. And uh, it was so <laughs> silly. I don't know how to say. It. I just never really have known how I say yeah. it. But it, the back opened up for it was, and it was a skis compartment. Oh, that's and, very German. Yeah, but I always thought it was funny. That's how I remembered it the Audi Audi because we never skied in my yeah, family. Yeah. Like my dad's never been on a set of skis, but we had a cool ski compartment. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the my Audi. family didn't ski either. Like the, like every time we tried to take a ski trip, like just drive up to Tahoe from, you know, from the Bay area, which isn't really that far, like three hours, maybe. Yeah. Um, it took us like seven and <laughs> why like, did it take you so long uh, you know it was snowing my dad didn't know how to put on the chains like oh it was like, yeah it was like and and like then there would be people on the road like putting on chains and we had to like get in line to put on the chains where every like american man would just put on the chains <laughs> and like go and then you didn't you have know, a car with four-wheel it, drive it took us a while to get out of the whatever the hotel or wherever we were staying at and then we get there at like 11.30 and it didn't make sense to buy a full day pass. Mm. So we got to wait till one. Then we're in the line. You know, we get a couple of runs. It, it, it just never worked out. We weren't like a ski family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you had a lot of logistics problems. It we, wasn't because yeah. like nobody might have been good at bad at skiing or no, whatever. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the athleticness of skiing. <laughs> it was just yeah, it was the logistics. logistics. Why yeah. would it take you so long to get out of the hotel? I don't know. It's just like, you know, we were all younger kids, you know, yeah. three of us. Yeah, I guess you know, it's, it's a lot a for lot. parents to rear their yeah. children. And My she- mom doesn't care about skiing either. So she wasn't she, like she was like, you know, whipping us to get up and. Yeah. You know, I don't really think that my parents. I don't think my parents cared enough about skiing. No, my parents didn't either. And yeah. I think that's why we never did it. We went to the mountain, but I like once because we live near the, like not far from the Poconos on the East Coast. Uh-huh. But I can't remember like why we went because literally no one in my family skis my brother snowboards but that's Mm -hmm. only because my ex was a huge snowboarder and my ex taught both my brother and i had a snowboard okay and that's it so now i snowboard yeah 
because of that but like my parents i don't even think they ever have done it like yeah. one time and my sister definitely not no yeah but we would go to the mountains because the mountains are cool yeah. you know um no my dad um but we are a bigger football family i would say i would say mm-hmm. of every sport i mean like and i know like nobody's like I mean, snowboarding's big. I just had a snowboarder on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, X Games, Olympics, all that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just like very traditional sports is like yes. what my family was into. Like my dad, like my one of my first memories of sports in general was when my dad took me to um, an Eagles game and I watched Randall Cunningham play. And then I Dope. remember like making a, you know, I was sitting on his lap and making a connection later in life being like, hey, I feel like he was the first running quarterback or like, right. I, I, you know, you haven't seen Not any. exactly, but well, I mean, that I ever saw. And he was the first, I would say he was the first just Uber athlete running quarterback. Yeah. I mean, and he's such a celebrated yeah. person in Philadelphia still like, you know, I went yeah. to the chargers game this past weekend when they were here at, Carson high school. I, I call it cause it was so small at yeah. the step up center and you see, everybody's got yeah. Cunningham I mean yeah, yeah. So he's amazing he yeah but that was one of my first memories of sports yeah. so I think that's probably also my dad like legit thought I was a boy until I was like 12 because I I looked like one no, okay yeah <laughs> yeah I was a late bloomer he's so. like what yeah he was oh um, man well he would get pissed and yeah. like throw it's one of my jokes actually my yeah. one of my newer jokes that he uh he would throw his like glove at me which and he'd make me play catch like every day which yeah. off the bat like sounds like really good parenting right but it was mostly because he's like you keep throwing like a girl yeah and he was trying to undo it and i'm like but dad i am a girl and he would yeah. be like no you're not yeah you know like so how many throws did you get in relative to how many like arguments you got in of whether you were a boy or a girl <laughs> <laughs> um i was very very uh my dad and I did not get along when I was little because yeah. I you're younger. I used to pat so I would say more arguments than yeah. more throws. Right. Because I had this pink plastic suitcase. Uh I, I and every time my dad would call me a boy or like mistake me like why can't you hit it off the tee like sean i'm like because sean's a fucking boy dad <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's like what the fuck did you just say and like you know he never really said the f word yeah. but he would be like he would be mad because yeah. he's like you're a boy and so um so hit like a boy and so i used to pack this pink suitcase and sit on the front step and just wait for somebody to pick me up so i could i could run away wow that's a real princess runaway well, nobody ever picked it's me like up. It's like you didn't actually run away. You were just hoping for Prince Charming to come along and, and kidnap you. I mostly was just like wanted my dad to see me with a packed suitcase sitting on the front step so he right. knew that I You was were pissed. not pleased. Yeah, I was pissed. Yeah. And there was mostly just books in there and like, right. I don't know, like silly things, yeah. you know, like in a plastic suitcase. Yeah. But I was I was just very dramatic But I because he, he used to piss me off all the time. <laughs> and, the, and the most he, he thought was he would see me with a pink suitcase and be like, great my son is gay you know yeah. like he thought it was a gay little boy <laughs> <laughs> i think the farther i think i got down the block once i don't think i even packed anything i i think i just walked <laughs> off in a huff when i was like eight in a huff <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't ever a real big planner i wasn't really planning for anything. you're like how am i gonna live the only the only, <laughs> the only thing like the only like image i really had in my head 
of people like kids who would run away were like Tom Sawyer with like the stick and the handkerchief <laughs> oh, yeah. with like stuff in there like, like I bread. Didn't have a stick and a handkerchief and, and wonder bread <laughs> so I like I couldn't run away I so didn't what have did you had nothing I in had your nothing. hands yeah so you just like what did you get down the street and realize like God damn it I got nothing so you didn't really so bread. your version of running away was just like walking walking down the walking street walking in a huff so maybe but you were just but I, at least I left yeah I didn't sit on the stoop did your did your waiting no i never actually went i anywhere. tried it and then realized i could do it and came back yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's very motivating as a child you yeah. try to run away and you just can't do it yeah you know? i tried running away couldn't do it um i uh, i just would sit up but you know i was very dramatic i would like one my parents used to make me go to bed early sometimes and i didn't like it i wrote them a note once that my mom still she she reads it sometimes and laughs because it says um, we should not have to go to bed. Megan and I should not have to go to bed at 8 p.m. just because you want us to because our bedtime is not until 10 p.m. So if you want to have an affair, do it on your own time. Like what? I used to write the what? I used to write what? my parents notes. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> what was? <laughs> What was the my mom between bedtime and an affair because I I clearly didn't understand what an, what affair, an affair was, was. so I thought my parents were having an affair with each other <laughs> and that's why we had to go to bed early so, so I would they could have their affair so I would write notes to them like if you want to have an affair do it on your own time <laughs> how old are you like nine or something where where'd you get the phrase do it on your own time from I don't know but my like, mom. But my mom, probably from watching HBO in the wee hours of the morning before yeah. they were awake and like yeah. learning all the bad things. Yeah. Um, and also, you can just have that and yeah. uh, the water. But also, um, I one time threw pills down the stairs. This is the, probably the most dramatic thing I ever did. I just took like a hundred bajillion like Advils and just like one by one threw them down the stairs uh -huh. and nobody cared. And my sister was screaming and crying, and she's like, Shannon's gonna kill herself. And I'm like, No, I'm not. I'm not taking these. I'm I just wanted my, I want mom and dad to think I'm ODing on Advil so they don't make us go to bed early. But none of my tactics worked. My parents literally just fucking ignored oh me. Oh my, yeah, I would, I would do the same thing. Well, that, I mean, I, I because you, you like, how do you, how do you argue with absolutely no logic? Because you're throwing zero <laughs> logic at them. Well, <laughs> you want to have an affair? Do it on your own time. And take your pills with you. It's like a, it's like I was a fake lawyer. Like I would just like use like words. Lawyer talk. <laughs> just TV. use words that I would see on TV, yeah. like night court or yeah. something, and then like throw it back at them, and then they would just like ignore me and stuff, <laughs> and then read the letters over and over for like the rest of my life and stuff. But uh, but yeah, my That's funny. but my yeah, my parents just because they you know they were young, they were like we don't feel like dealing. With with our kids yeah. anymore sometimes at night like go to, bed. go to bed and i just wouldn't stand for it i yeah. and i had a responsibility to you know to the rest of the kids to yeah. stand up for their rights yeah exactly good for you so anyway so that's that okay all right well we weren't successful at running away maybe um maybe uh if i can oh i i have a one i'll show you before you leave about a, a, a runaway note that i wrote oh, my dad awesome. yeah. it was because my dad and i used to write each other letters to make up because we couldn't uh communicate oh really yeah i'll show it to you before you i okay. you leave it's funny okay. um so what do you think for the rest of the season for just <sighs> random thoughts okay uh random thoughts for the rest of the season the rest of the football season yeah just like anything do you think uh do you think kansas city is going to win the super bowl do you have you not that thought that far ahead i haven't thought that far ahead but um i mean i would like to see kansas city. I, I would like to see alex smith succeed do you think this after being you know just fucked over by the niners 
stupid ownership and program that was so bad yeah for so long and you know getting a shot with harbaugh and then getting benched for colin kaepernick and then getting jettisoned to kansas city and having a good um you know have having good people around him in kansas city and he's playing well so i mean i'd be happy for him if you want and he's definitely the kind of guy that can he's definitely the, the, the season quarterback that can win sure a super bowl for sure. sure yeah i think so yeah um you know brad johnson could win one <laughs> well you know um you know that baltimore guy uh, what's his name uh, Trent dilfer uh oh yeah dilfer one. uh Flacco. Flacco. Flacco's pretty talented, though. Yeah, Flacco's from from uh, my not my Your exact neck of the woods. Yeah, my neck of the woods, southern New Jersey. Um, I hope the Niners win more than two games. I want, I'd like them to win three games. <laughs> <laughs> I think they could win. They can get three. That that'd be pretty good. Um, I hope the Raiders get it together. I actually kind of hope the Rams do well. I don't know. Why? Just because you like you're, you're I here? Know. I don't know. I like I don't I don't have a lot of hatred for the Rams mm -hmm. because they were big rivals with the Niners back in the day. But we always crushed them. Yeah. So it wasn't like a real rivalry. And they're doing pretty well. And they're doing pretty I well. I mean, they're I don't know. It could be short lived just like Buffalo. But, you know, yeah. um, it's hard to say. But I, yeah, I, and I'll always root for Buffalo because of TD. But uh, uh, my buddy TD. Who's, yeah. You know, Todd. God, just. Being a Buffalo fan must be tough. Diehard Buffalo Die fan. Hard yeah. Buffalo fan. I mean, yeah, because I mean, you've gone through it with the Niners for however, however many years. It's yeah. tough, but you also saw them. I mean, but the Bills used to be good in like the '90s. Yeah. Just like the Niners. But going. Yeah, but not just like the Niners because they lost the four Super Bowls. That's in true. A row. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's very true. And they in also. A row. I know. Isn't that crazy? Oh. I mean, and people say Philadelphia is cursed. You know. Yeah. Not like Buffalo. No. Buffalo hasn't won 10 games in a season since 1999. So it's it's tough to say that maybe that they'll go they'll go that yeah. far this year, but I mean it's tough for a lot of teams to win 10 games in yeah, a season, no, I guess, no but doubt. for being first in the division. Who are your Super Bowl picks right now? Uh I think that I think I have to go with Kansas City just because mm -hmm. but but because I don't see anybody else doing it like I just I don't know I don't like New England's two and two you figure at some point New England would get their defense together I know they're, they're some having some point. problems they, they kind of fucked up I think a couple with a couple things in the offseason and I think now they're two and two their defense is horrible yeah like really bad yeah and um, I, I don't I mean, they could always turn around, though. They're the type of team that yeah, ha they've had worse starts. And absolutely. I mean, New England could be a contender. Yeah. I have trouble with Andy Reid because I just feel like he's good, but he's not great. And his record shows it like he's a he's a over 50 coach. But I think I don't know. I, I, listen, I think if he if he's ever going to he do it, this have, is going to be the year. Have, if you were casting Andy Reid in a movie, I'd cast him as a guy who who blows it a lot. He does. <laughs> you know what he's really bad at? Clock management. Yeah. I remember that in uh, when he was in Philadelphia. Yeah, and he's he not got... that much better in Kansas City. He always blows his timeouts. Yeah. And you're like, why? And then there, I remember so many games lost, and he's done it with Kansas City, but not as badly. Uh, 
more like more, games lost because they simply because the team ran out of time. So I don't know. But I think Kansas City is the closest. I think New England could still do it just because, you know, it's New England. And yeah, they're they they're New England. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't t- discount them yet. Uh, Steelers are looking pretty good. Steelers, maybe. Uh, I don't all know. right. So you have no picks for the Super Bowl. Not really. Not really. <laughs> no, I think it's tough. I mean, I, I'd like to see Kansas City win because I really like Andy Reid. Yeah. And I, th- I think he deserves it. I just I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he can go all the way. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, because he's almost losing yeah. to like everybody. You know, Kansas City is not blowing people out. Except for New England, they blew New England. Except out. for them, yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Um, but it, but it, it's like the Chargers. Like the Chargers are zero and four, but they're like almost beating people. Like Kansas yeah. City is almost losing to people. So I don't know. I think yeah. it's but it's a fun it's fun f- it's overall so far because I think it's up I, for grabs. I honestly don't care as just as long as I win my bets. That's as long all as I you care about. and your bets are on Buff a lot. You're betting on Buffalo. I'm betting on Buffalo a lot. You know, not the for the win, but the, just to keep it close. Yeah, well, yeah. it could happen. Yeah, you know, they just moved from twenty to eight in the power rankings. But oh my God, the power rankings! Yeah, the power rankings and week and week. F- you know, week four power rankings. Post week four mean yeah. everything. You know. Yeah. Look, look, Philadelphia is ranked. 10th and we are i think it is 10 somewhere around there and we're also in the top of our division so fuck it i'll take it Uh, that hasn't happened in a long time so i'm very excited well thank you for joining the podcast thank you for having me of course and talking football and whatever else runaways and all the and runaway <laughs> stories <laughs> and fantasy. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. And uh, don't forget that you can follow Andy. Yeah. Check out Venice Gaze on Instagram this week. And his baseball team mm-hmm. and maybe catch him play sometimes. Yeah. With some pros. Yeah. All right. Well, well see. thanks. All right. And see you, you next time. Bye. Bye.